at Share with the Broken for Better podcast. And we are a marriage ministry that believes that you can pick up something today to make your relationship better. Enjoy. All right, welcome back. We are Kurt and Danette Share, just two best friends having a conversation. And we are so thankful that you're joining us today. Speaking of friends, that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about friends, friends and how do you, you know, handle it with a marriage and friends you like, friends you don't like, maybe friends that your spouse has you don't like or do like. How do we juggle all of that? But before we get started, I just want to say thank you so much to our sponsors, our monthly givers. We are so, so thankful for you and just how you constantly support this ministry and pour it into other families and ministries and pretty soon something's pretty big is about to happen it is yeah your first book is about to come out i mean i'm a published author you're a published author i thought you said polish i was like no you're not no i'm polish. not a polish author I'm a published <laughs> you're a published author, author. Yeah. yes officially because you're a published author I, book it's pamphlet like, it's a workbook it's, it's a marriage pamphlet yeah it's a marriage workbook it's about a there yes. it is there you go yes and we are very excited september 9th be looking for it because that is coming out. Crazy. Fit marriage. Crazy, we're crazy. excited. I know. Very excited. I'm very proud of you. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we're going to get started on friends, the topic of friends. I find this this very interesting because we really struggled when we were first married with juggling friends. Like friends can be something that you just you don't realize how much plays into your marriage, the friends that you have or are going to have. Well, I think it was, it was big for us only because we were coming in with two completely opposite sets of friends. Yes. Like the people that I befriended and I hung around with were not even people that would have been remotely in your world. So not only was it us two coming together, we now are bringing these friends that was like, wait, this is who you hang around? And we, I mean, obviously we had three years. Yeah. We knew who our friends were, but yeah, it got pretty interesting there on the front side of our marriage. Yeah. Speaking of, if you're watching and you want to comment, you don't have to, but if you want to comment, I, in order to get ready for this, I kind of went and looked back at our wedding pictures and like who was in our wedding, which friends were there, either in the wedding or at the wedding. And I was talking about it with my daughter-in-law and like talking about how, you know, I was connected to who was in my wedding. And it's crazy how many people you usually have in your wedding party that are no part of your story later on. Like for us, 26 years later, our family is still around. But like a lot of the people we had in our wedding party, they just kind of fell off the planet or, you know, both ends. Like it wasn't like just their their issues, but like my own, like we just lost connection yeah. or whatever. And I thought, I wonder how many people are still really close to the majority of their like bridal party. Like my maid of got, honor and I are still super close, but. Yeah, I think you got those one-offs, right? That are like, that this is a lifelong friend. But then that's, that's where I think for many relationships, um, we try to hang on so hard to the past yeah. that we're unable, we're not able to walk into our future. And I wonder how many, like how many people have I lost that I could have been amazing friends with, but I was still trying to hang on to what was behind me instead of really embracing what was ahead of me. And so I know that there's people that have probably come and gone in my world that I was like, man, we could have been amazing friends, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I was so worried about the people in my wedding party that now, Gosh, I don't even I I don't see any of them. Isn't and I that, still love them. Like, I feel like I could see them tomorrow and I would hug I them and love them. But yeah, it's crazy. So my first question would be, you know, 
do you think it's common for your friendships to change after you get married? Do you think that's a common denominator? Absolutely. Uh, well, I, okay, so here's, here's a, like, because it's stages of life, right? So when we got married, what was I? I was big into softball. I was big into the things that I was in. So that was who my world was. Mm-hmm. So that's who you now get to meet. But as I moved past that and as softball went by the wayside and electrician went by the wayside and I stepped into new areas of life, yeah, I mean, I I lost all those relationships. Speaking of softball friends. Oh, boy. Do you remember the one set of softball friends? I literally have that in my notes. Can we, oh, really? About. Yes, <laughs> I Can do. We should, let's talk about that now because that's fun. Okay. So listen, <laughs> crazy, I'm going to set this whole thing up and I'll let you run with it. Okay. I was big into softball, loved it, had all these guys I played with on Friday night, multiple nights. There was this one, bro, we were like this, loved this guy. So it got to the point where it's like, hey, why don't we get our girls and let's all go out together? We'll spend the day at the beach. I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm uh, I have to interject because <laughs> I, in the same breath, it wasn't like you were forcing us to hang out. Like I had been hanging out with his wife and getting close to her because we were at the softball field together all the time. And I'd sit, we would talk. We had great conversation. I was like, oh, this is a really cool couple like I or I, she's really cool not couple but she's really cool like I could be her friend so anyways yeah right. and so it's gonna be great like yeah I love this dude you love her man let's all just collide and so then we get ready and we go to the beach one day <laughs> we load up in the back of the truck we're excited going to Fort DeSoto it's gonna be a great day on the water and we were about four minutes into that car ride yeah maybe and we were trying to find the eject button Yes, it was because these people were amazing apart from each other. <laughs> they were toxic oh, together. I don't think even in well, I Wait, probably maybe she was just on her period. Oh my gosh. It was not all her, first off. <laughs> Secondly, that's so belittling to any woman. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> we can't that's lump not... all of that in together. Okay. No, sir, no, sir. It no. was not that anyway. No, it was not. They were just extremely unhealthy, extremely unhealthy. In fact, in all of our marriage coaching, marriage counseling, I don't know that I've ever heard anyone talk to each other that way. Like they were. I definitely have. You (laughs) For sure. But yeah, this was another level. And we were so young and naive. Yeah. It it was like when you sit there because you know two people are fighting and now you're just awkwardly there. That yes. was us. And it wasn't a coffee date. It was an entire I mean, day. Fort DeSoto was an hour away. And we were supposed to go jet skiing all day. And I remember thinking, we should have done dinner first. Like, something. Like, why did we commit to a full day adventure? <laughs> so, this is not what this is about. But <laughs> we get over there. It, it's literally the entire day. Like, yeah. they just... Ah, the entire like day. cursing each other out. Yeah, pulling out old baggage. Like, well, you remember this? I yeah. mean, it was it was bonker town. So <laughs> bonker town. We have the day. We're just like, get us out of here. Like, this is crazy, not good. Yes. What happened next? We get in the car to come home, <laughs> and they say, "Y'all want to grab some calamari and just cook seafood at the house?" And before I could even think, I'm like, "Yeah, we do." And then Danette's looking at me like, we do? And I'm like, 
Yeah, we do. So then we got to sit through dinner. It was the same thing. So <laughs> that was a conversation for us because I'm like, I think maybe we should agree together. Like, you want to like ask me, hey, what do you think? Because I'm like, I'm exhausted. I think I'm ready to go home. Oh, you were going to lie? Oh, no, I, no, you were ready I to go home. I was emotionally exhausted. There was no lie. I was ready uh, to go it was very very that's very when, toxic, that was so. the moment where it was like when we went away from that that moment we're like okay when we do this we're gonna have to have more conversation <laughs> like let's kind of on ramp this thing maybe we start with coffee or lunch or let's get a feel and a vibe before we just go <laughs> spend entire days with yes, friends yes we learned our lesson well Whew. on that one so it, first question is it important to have friends as a couple do you think it's important? Like I said, it's actually the second Absolutely. question. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think those are our dearest friends, mm-hmm. honestly. I think ones that that we and, and I don't want I don't want to lump in friends with acquaintances because I think we get these acquaintances that we just like to do life with, but friends are the ones that man, you know, they're in the mud with you mm-hmm. and they're gonna walk through good and bad. And they're okay when you're at your worst. Uh they love you just the same as when you're at your best. And as a couple, man, I, I cherish those more than anyone. And it's a handful, right? We have a handful of those that, that I would consider, man, these are our, our friends. And, and, Mm. uh, it's important we have that together because I think, you know, there's been times that, that even as our couple friends, you know, the wife reaches out to us of, Hey, can you reach out to my husband today? He really needs it. Or, you know, you reach out to them. Hey, can you follow up with Kurt? Or, hey, can you follow up with Dee? She really could use you right now. Like, that's that's a community. That's a village coming together as community and going, listen, we're in a very rough life. We need friends that are willing to go, hey, today I'm holding your arms up because tomorrow I may need you to hold mine. So, uh, no doubt. You should definitely have friends as a couple. Yeah, it's very different, too, when you have friends as a couple because it's almost like, especially when you walk through having kids together, you walk through different seasons of life. For us, I can't imagine walking through what we've walked through this last year without those specific couples that we've done life with we've done the nitty-gritty with they've seen us at our worst I don't have to worry about what the house looks like if they come over and they are the ones that just get in the mud with you you know yeah man this that's a whole nother topic I think probably for a different day but this year we got to the unfortunate privilege to have our friend list absolutely cleaned up Hmm. because I think a year and a half ago, man, we had couples in our lives that we would have said, these are our, I mean, these are our friends. They are in it with us Hmm. and something tragic happens. They don't know what to say or how to say. And for a year completely ghosted, right? Like you totally lose that because you just, it's something different. It wasn't all rainbows and butterflies. And it's easy to be a friend when everything's good. It's hard to be a friend when things are tough. And so this last year, we definitely had our friends list narrowed way down to go, man, these people, Mm. nah, man, they're willing to sit and cry with you, laugh with you, weep with you, fight with you. I mean, like these are, these are the ones, you know? Yeah. When you walk through fire, it really is crazy how, you see who remains, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think even looking back at like our wedding album pictures today, I was thinking, you know, it's crazy 
how life just kind of cleans and kind of just prunes off those friends that like, again, we would have said are great friends, but they were great friends because of the high times. They were great friends yeah. because of the victories. You know, they were great friends because of past victories or past, you know, celebrations or whatever. And it's really crazy how, how God just kind of cleans up when, when you walk through the fire. Um, Hey, when you went through the wedding photos, mm-hmm. I looked real skinny, didn't I? You look amazing now, too. You look great. <laughs> Do you think I didn't That's look skinny? That's a great skinnier? response. Thanks. No, I don't, being you just put on your wedding dress no, a couple No, I didn't. I couldn't zip it up, and you know that that was... But it was... <laughs> <laughs> that makes a better wedding dress. <laughs> okay. So, when I think back to, like, everybody that was part of your bridal party, whatever, there were, like, people that I was pretty close to as well. There were, yeah. Then there were people that I didn't really... I didn't really know, or I didn't know well, right? Because they were your past friends, and I had my own friends. So a lot of times when we're counseling couples, friends can be a sticky subject. Should you like all of your spouse's friends? And what do you do if you don't? Because I think every spouse has friends. Like for me, I'll use kind of a funny example. Yeah, because I don't like all your friends. Thanks. I appreciate that. Let me start telling you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually really intrigued. Right here, right now. No. But when you talk about friends, like there's certain things, especially when I was younger, there were certain people or certain attitudes I might pick up when I was around certain people that you were like, yeah, I don't really like Mm -hmm. that person. And some of it was just me being an annoying, giddy girl that just kind of, you know, But then there were some that you maybe had real concerns about. So what do you do? How do you handle that if you don't like your spouse's friends? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great question, actually. And I feel like it goes back to communication because I know in my world there are certain friends that I wouldn't say you don't like them, but maybe they're not your favorite. And for reasons like that. Mm. Kurt, they trigger different things in me. Kurt, they, you act different when you're around them. Like, I love that conversation. And I think that's the dialogue that we've been able to get to. Um, hey, you never want to do anything with these people. What, what's the what's the reason why? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, like, okay, Kurt, I'm cool. Like, go do you. Just know that I have my own concerns. And I'm probably not looking to spend a lot of time with them just because of my concerns. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it now because we have very open dialogue as to who that is. I also think though, you know, rewind back to 1997. This is a very real conversation. (laughs) Yeah. You know, 2023, I'm much more selective of who I friend, right? right? Who I give that kind of time to and and spend those kind of time because friends to me are those that are speaking into my life. Uh, maybe they don't even realize it or maybe they feel like they don't. Man, when you're you're on that friends list to me, it's because I value you and I value who you are and, and what you are. And mm-hmm. so if I value you in that way, then I'm going to allow you to speak into my world. Well, if you're speaking into my world, things that are detracting from me as a man, detracting from me as a husband, detracting from me as a father, detracting from me as a minister, uh, I'm probably not going to have you on my friends list. Mm. Like, that's just not who I'm friending. So it's a little bit easier for you now versus the friends that I was bringing in in 
1990s, you know. Yeah, which, for sure. Which, good Lord, 1990s. I know, we sound so old. But can you, so when I think about Another this, century. <laughs> when I think about the friends that we probably, you know, needed to kind of grow from, because honestly, that's what happens, right? We grow as people. We grow as a couple. We grow as individuals. And so friends that might have fit into our life at a certain point in time, they grow differently than us. And so, you know, that just organically can happen. But I also think in the same breath, when you're talking about those those friends, a true friend is someone that you can be with and be 100% authentically you, right? So hopefully if you're in a healthy marriage, you're going to love me the good, bad, and the ugly. I can be 100% authentically me. And you might not like me all the time. You love me, but you might not like me. And we work through these different things, you know, as a couple. Mm -hmm. But a friendship, a true friendship is very, very similar. So, you know, a a good friendship, I should be able to be 100% authentically me and not be different. And I think as you grow and you get older, you know, when you're younger, you, you keep friends around because they're comfortable. They're not necessarily pouring in or being there for you or supporting. They're comfortable. Maybe have fun with them. All of those different things. But are you authentically you or are you authentically them? Are you different because of who you're around? I think when you're younger, you keep friends around because. Mm. I think as you get older and you realize realness and authenticity and you spot fake. I think as you get older, you keep friends around for different reasons. Uh, So let me ask you this. Like, what if, I mean, you've been, and I'll just put her on blast. You've been best friends with Jill since you were, good Lord, I don't even know, 12? Yeah, like 12, 11, 11, 12, yeah. 11, 12. So you, that's when you meet. You've been best friends for all of these years. What if I had come at some point and gone, yeah, I don't. I don't like her. Oh, I don't know. That would have been hard because <laughs> like, we met like we met each other young, and so me and her were the best of friends at that point. That would have been really, really hard because I think we lit- we literally had a very authentic relationship. Yeah. To begin with, it wasn't like we did have fun and we were crazy together. Trust me, but I can't. It wasn't. Well, it, I think you know. I think. For you, that's a tough question to answer because you go, wow, there's like Jill brings value to my life. Right. Yeah. It's authentic. It's whole. It's real. There's value there. And so that's a tough disconnect. Yeah. If Jill was completely opposite who she is and deep down, you know, oh, Kurt had a concern and these are his concerns and actually they're kind of valid. Like I could see that, but I like her. Mm. That's where I think couples struggle when it becomes to friends because one spouse says, I don't like, and it's either my selfish. I don't like her, mm-hmm. you know, just because I'm selfish and I don't like it. And that's wrong on my end. But the other thing is the spouse going, Oh, they don't like my friend and they don't like him because of these reasons. These are valid reasons, but it's okay. Cause I do like them. Right. And not being willing to go, hey, I I see that concern. Man, let me let me have a conversation or I'm I'm willing to honor that. Maybe I'll lessen my time. Mm 
we just don't like to do that because we're we're selfish people and yeah well I love Jill and she's my best friend been that way forever and so the things we used to do we're still going to do it and I just think we I mean we're evolving as people and as a couple and as a relationship and sometimes there come a point now Jill will never hit that point but sometimes (laughs) there comes a point where it's like oh I may have to let that group go because they're not most beneficial to my marriage. Mm-hmm. Like it's this leave and cleave. I'm, and I'm four friends. Like I love hanging out with my buddies and going and getting me time and refilling. But gosh, I want to go refill with people who build me up. If I go with people who tear me down, man, I got to let, yeah. I got to cut that bait loose. Cause that but man, th- I think those are important conversations to have early on though. Like, because you know, sometimes people can get so enthralled with this person they're dating. The person they're dating doesn't really get to know their friends and family very well. And all of a sudden now you're joined, right? You're still leave and cleave. And now all of a sudden my friends and everything are in the picture and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know that I necessarily like this person. So I think that's why it's so important to allow your friends and your family to have a voice because they know who you are yeah. and you know I think it's important for you and if they bring concerns about this person that you're dating or this person you're now married to it's it's you, they get they have a voice but you also are able to ask your your spouse your significant other what are your concerns with this friend because I think just like in an unhealthy relationship in a marriage you can be in an unhealthy friend relationship and just be so used to their quirks, so used to their unhealth, so used to the things that they do that you just excuse it, right? Mm-hmm. Even in an unhealthy relationship with a parent or an unhealthy relationship with a spouse, we can just excuse away bad behavior because we've grown so accustomed to it. They were like, well, that's just who they are. And so giving your spouse a voice to say, well, what what is it that bothers you about this friend? Well, they kind of treat you like this, or this is how they talk about our relationship or giving voice to it is very important in order for your spouse to feel seen and heard when it comes to your friendships, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. And I, you know, and you can't come across closed either. Cause we are absolutely not, I can think of, and if he was here, he would die laughing because I'll never forget when your friend brought over, her friend. Oh yeah. And it was like to introduce us. Yes. yes. To yeah. the the one. And we're like, wait, what? <laughs> huh? Who's this? He wasn't anything like us. And had we at that moment gone, hey, we don't like your friend and it's not for you and been closed off. No. We yeah. would not have experienced the blessing of lifelong friendship with those two like we have. Right. Like her now husband has become such a dear integral part of my heart and my life that had I been close to that or just been like, I don't like it. It is what it is. Man, I would have missed out on a true gem in my world because, you know, her husband to me is, is one of my dearest. And so it's like always being open to conversation to go, okay, what triggers you? What don't you like? Okay, now let's have real conversation, mm-hmm. you know? And he was a growing person. I was a growing person. And let's be real. Let's Probably be most real. friendships that didn't work out were because I was an arrogant, prideful piece of crap early on. Oh. You know, I can see that now, you know? And I probably lost a lot of friendships that way. But um, now I just, I love seeing who people have become. And, and I truly desire authentic friendships. Yeah. How do you, how would you say 
to the, uh, maybe even a young married couple. I think this is more of a question as you know, when you're young married, but it, it can go all throughout your marriage. When you're, when you're walking through marriage crisis or you're walking through marriage trials, or maybe you and your spouse just had an argument or you're trying to figure out, you know, how you want to raise your kids, whatever. Is it okay to talk with your friends about your marriage issues? Is it okay to go to your friends when you're really, really walking through some stuff? I think if you respect their marriage, then it's a must. Hmm. Um, I'm not going to go to an electrician and ask him if he can give me advice on how to fix my garbage disposal. <laughs> Speaking of garbage disposal, we need to work on it. I was has a problem today. Side That's note. near and dear to our Sidebar. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm going to go to a plumber. Right. Um, if I totally respect somebody as a parent, I want to go gain parenting advice from them. If I respect somebody's marriage, I didn't say they have a perfect marriage, but if I respect their marriage, mm-hmm. then I'm going to go to them and I'm going to seek advice and wisdom and counsel. Um, I think too often the opposite happens. We struggle in our marriage and the last thing we want is for our friends to think we struggle. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, I'm not going to tell any of them. And then all of a sudden one day I'm going to make a phone call to go, Hey, me and -and so-and-so are getting a divorce. Wait, what happened? Yeah. Oh, we haven't liked each other for years. Oh, but we were just all four doing dinner together. Yeah, I know we've been putting on a front. Well, that's horrific. That's right. not a friend. That's like, if you can't go to a friend when you're in trouble, then is that truly a friend? That's that's when you need them the most. And so for me, I'm going, yes, you better have friends in your world that you can go, hey, we need to throw up the road. And we've had many a couple sit on our couch. Yes, we have. Friends of ours who have just gone, hey, we just need to talk. And you know what? The good thing is they're friends enough that we can go, okay, we're going to be honest. Let's rip the veil back really quick. Like, let's not beat around the bush. Right. Let's talk right at it. So, yes, I think so. Now, if you're going to friends and they're and that, that friend is, yeah, it's time for you to leave them. And, yeah, they don't treat you right. And they degrade what you're putting together. That may not be the friend to go to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the situation and the scenario is. But I think friends are needed. Yeah. In your marriage. No, I think you definitely have to seek wisdom on who you're going to because so many times it's easy to complain. You know, it's like what? Misery loves company. Yep. So it's very easy for us to complain to someone who's going to pick up that misery with us and say, yeah, man, he's awful. That's and just good. agree and like scratch that itch of like how bad we feel instead of being that actual friend that we need that is like, champion championing I can't I never say that word championing our spouse and saying man okay yeah that was awful so how are we going to work this out like how are you going to better your marriage in spite of this scenario you're walking through we need that friend and um I think it's a very fine line not only do you want to go to a friend you can trust a friend that's for your marriage a friend that you want to like emulate or duplicate in your own in your own relationship with your spouse but you have to be so, so cautious to not, you know, I think it's a fun little catchphrase right now. This is my work husband or my work wife or whatever. And we can so quickly run to someone that might even be of the opposite sex or someone that ah, just has the right thing to say and can make us laugh when we're having a really hard scenario with our spouse. And 
before we know it, we're trusting or entrusting someone else more Mm. than the person that we've joined our life with. And it can be easy to complain to someone that is outside of our relationship. It can be easy to want someone else to speak into our relationship that really has no dog in the fight. I love, I love what you said and it's the truest thing possible We go to people that they would pick up our hurt. Hmm. And, you know, like that's a friend, right? Oh, you're hurting. I'm going to do that. One of my friends once told me, he he came to me about a problem and uh, he just started talking. I didn't, I didn't say a word. I just listened. And he got about three quarters of the way through what he was saying. And he said, you know why I love that I can come and talk to you? And so why is that? He's like, because I feel like what I'm saying, I'm in my mind, I'm I'm coaching and counseling myself right now as I'm speaking this. But saying it to you and you not cutting me off and just allowing me to speak, I know exactly what I need to do. And so I'm going to go do it. Hmm. And I can remember that conversation like it was yesterday. I mean, that really happened. And I think that's that's the friendships that I want. That when I go with a, tr- a problem, I don't. I don't need you to pick me up and be a yes man for me. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Because there's sometimes, most of the time with you, I'm probably wrong. Yeah. Like, like you're the golden child. Everybody knows that. You're <laughs> perfect. I'm the one with all the issues. I got all that. So it's like, I need my friends Ever. to be able to go, Kurt, listen to yourself. And then me go, you're right. I'm just, man, I'm not walking in humility. That's not sacrificial in my marriage. I just got kind of prideful there. And I need a friend that's friend enough to go, bro, you're being a little prideful. You're being selfish. Like, that's what I desire. Right. But that's because my marriage and our relationship is is of utmost importance to me. Mm-hmm. The way I walk, I want to be better tomorrow than I am today. And so I want to surround myself with people that are going to hold me accountable. They're going to help be sandpaper to me and rub off the rough en- edges. And, yeah. you know, like, so... That's what I do. So it's a little bit easier because you know these people I'm bringing into my world, like they're they're refining me. They're making me better. And I just, I would encourage you, like, care about your relationship. Care about yourself enough mm-hmm. that the people around you just don't throw fuel in an already sick fire. But no, they actually, man, try to put it out and then help you become better for it. Yeah, absolutely. I know I've got, you know, my friend Molly's that way. She'll look at me and be like, are you done now? You good? All right. So now what are, what do we actually do to make things better? What, what's the action step, you know, but, um, so having those friends to vent to is good, but they're not going to just allow you to just, okay, spiral. All right. So let's stay down there. No, they're going to say, okay, now what, what's, what's the next right step? You know, like we always say, I but. love the, I love, and Molly and Tito are, I mean, they are that like, go ahead, vomit. You good? You good? Okay. Okay. <laughs> now let's pull our pants up and let's act like an adult. <laughs> How do you really feel like what's and you're like, you're right. I'm so dumb. Why did I think that? I don't, you know, it's like, that's what you need. You know what I mean? Cause we got to vent, we got to get our emotions out, but I just want to make sure what's being put back in is, is helpful. Yeah. yeah shout out to Molly and Tito. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Those are real, real ride or dies right there. So is, so it's okay to confide in friends if they're, if they're healthy friends, but should your spouse be your best friend? Should your spouse be the one that knows 
all the secrets, all the things, or is it okay to have a friend that you're like, no, this is my spouse, but actually this is my Ooh. best friend. Your spouse <laughs> easily, no questions asked, should be your best friend. No doubt. Tell anything to, open with. But I think we have seen it. There are some things that it is easier to talk to Mm -hmm. and get wisdom from an outside person. Now, that doesn't mean that I wouldn't tell you is my best friend. At some point when I'm healthy and whole and healed or when I'm ready to process this out. But there are times that I have in my life, I've gone to, you know, Tito's and Ray's and Dan's and these guys in my life, my brothers, that it's like, hey, I need you to like, I need to talk to you first about this. Okay, great. Hey, babe. So I went and sought counsel and I just want you to know, um, I think that's where we get hung up. When I, when I confide in those people because I don't feel comfortable to confide in you. Hmm. Why is that? Yeah. What's the disconnect there? Um, when I go to those people instead of going to you, mm-hmm. well, what's the disconnect? Why? You know, um, yes, you will absolutely know me better than anyone. You truly are my best, best friend on the planet. But I have some other great friends that in certain times, they just see it different than I do. Yeah. And they see it from a dude's point of view. Mm-hmm. And they're willing to go, hey, let me let me walk this journey with you. Um, you know, I there's times that I confided in men that they looked at me and went, you need to go home and talk to your wife. Right, yeah. And, and vice versa, same for me. Like yeah, that, for sure. That's, those are friends to me. Yeah. You know, that I went to first because I felt that, that, man, you're my best friend on the planet. Here's this. But then for him to look at me and go, because I love you, Mm -hmm. you need to go home and talk to your wife. And if you don't, the three of us are going to have a conversation. Yeah. That's like, that's real for me. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, I think you can have best friends, but those best friends should only hold the arms up and champion your best friend. Yeah. I think that's why it's so important too, for me in this season of life, in this seat, this age, the things that I have walked through and I'm going to walk through more in my life. I think that's why it's so important. If I could say anything to like a young couple, you know, if your spouse has concerns about a friend and you're able to communicate the why behind it or what they don't, you know, do for you as a person and how they maybe take away from your marriage. I think that's why it's so important because when you walk through crisis, you want to be able to know that the person you're going to go to for counsel or go to for advice or go to, to just lift your spirits is someone that's for your marriage, Mm -hmm. someone that's going to pour back into Mm -hmm. you, challenge you as a spouse so that you can be the best person for your family, you know, because at those beginning stages, you're like, well, it's just somebody I hang out with. Well, when you're walking through crisis, you don't need someone that you're just hanging out with, especially somebody that isn't able to give you hard, like, truths, you know? And I just, I can't imagine me having some of the friendships that I still have or had, you know, back as a teenager, a young adult, 
speaking into my life right now. Like with the crisis that we're walking through. So I want to be capable of taking my crisis, maybe even in in your your relationship. You know, I want to be able to take a crisis we're walking through into a safe into safe hands. Like I'm going to give you this piece of me. Cause I, I don't know that I could talk with my spouse right now. I'm so broken and get good godly counsel from I, them. I know, I know that along those lines mm-hmm. that there are guys that are my friends that won't come to me in a crisis <laughs> moment. Cause they know what you're going to say. 100%. <laughs> And the guys that are closest to me know this is my standard line. I love you enough to tell you truth right now. Do you want to hear it or not? Because I'm going to always point it back to you. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to tear your wife down. When you leave my presence, I'm going to make sure that your marriage is better for it. And so I know that there's people that if I want to go vent, I ain't venting to PK because that dude's just going to tell me where I'm wrong <laughs> and how my wife's the greatest thing on the planet. You know what I mean? Like, because that's what I'm about. I'm about, look, let's find the area in me that I can make this better. And some we can fix that way and some we can't. But I know that I that there are some people in my world that will not come to me because mm-hmm. I'm just going to turn it on them. Hey, you need to look at you in this moment. Don't look at them. Look at you. Yeah. Um, and so I know that there's people like that. But I guess I operate that way only because that's, the kind of friends that I want. Like right. I want someone to go, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm sorry you feel that way. And I'm happy you're honest to tell me, but yeah. bro, you need to look in the mirror. And it's an important, I think this part of, of a marriage relationship is very important. I think who we allow to speak into our, into our relationship also dictates who's speaking into our children, who's speaking into our future. And you know, you've heard it before, show you show me your friends I'll show you your future and you know that the same goes with a spouse but who are you got going to run to together to lift your arms up to encourage your family to encourage your children and so just like you put and invest time into finding that significant other right your spouse and and fighting hell literally to stay together and to work and and have a, a beautiful marriage you got to invest time and finding that beautiful friend. And there are seasons where you literally need to look and say, is this my best yes for my future? Is this someone that actually is there when I need them to be there? Um, you know, I've, I have friends that I, sh- I struggle because I feel like I'm the 911 call all the time. But maybe they're not there for me when I need them to be. And that's okay to be there for others too, you know, at some, at certain times, but man, it's important for you to be able to find your people and be like, okay, I can only commit so much time to this person because they never really pour back. They never really give back to me. And that can be hard. That can be so hard. And we've walked through that this year. Like we've talked about, like this is a real thing. And man, I would just encourage you, like, think about that in your life are you the one that people run to or are you always running to hmm. you know and i think and a real friend sometimes is is the one that and i and i love that you love being that person for people like i love that and we've had this conversation you love the fact that people see you that way but just remember there's a world out there where man there's sometimes you've got to be the friend that's able to listen to yeah that, that I can run to, that I can, that I can go to. And I think those are the ones we all need. I love the way you said, you know, the way your kids pick friends. And I, and I think so often 
is we have kids like we care about who our friends are or who our kids befriend. Yeah, of course. That matters. Yeah. <laughs> because we know if you're hanging around the wrong kids, you're probably going to do the wrong things. And I and I wonder how many of us care more about our kids and who they hang around hmm. than our friends and who we hang around. Yeah. We justify being adults and so we can hang around and do whatever we want. It doesn't really affect us when the reality is it most certainly does. You show me your friends, I'll absolutely show you your future. Yeah. And uh, it's it's just crazy that we put so much stock in our kids' friends. And I just, I feel like we need to guard and and safeguard our friends that same way. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree. And I think, you know, when thinking about like our, our kids' friends and, you know, we would like, we'd pray for certain friends. We would, you know, and we, we care. And that that's kind of crazy when your kids get older and leave the nest. Not only do you kind of mourn your kids, not kind of, you mourn that your kids growing up and, and all of that, you kind of mourn their <laughs> friends not being around, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're, you're not friends with them, but you're like the parents of the friends and you're like, and then all of a yes. sudden now those kids aren't around either. And so, you know, um, it's, that's a crazy story and cycle in itself, but I think it's so important. Even, you know, now I, I want my kids to have beautiful, healthy couples that are there for them, that are helping them fight hell, that are helping them with the hard things, because it's so easy to get caught up in just having a fun, good friend hanging around that um, we don't really challenge if they're if they're life giving and life building, you know. I think it's interesting how realize in those moments, those that you thought were like so close. And then when you need them, they're nowhere to be found. And like, you don't want your kids to have that. You want those people in your world that high times and low times, Mm. man, we're like, we're in this thing. And so that's my, you know, my encouragement or my challenge you know, to those watches, be that friend, be that godly friend, that moral friend, that, that friend that, man, I'm, I'm going to walk the mountaintop with you, but I'm going to walk the valley with you as well. I'm going to sit with you. I'm going to weep with you, but I'm going to laugh with you. And I'm going to speak life into you as you speak life into me. And man, just, in, just, man, it's what the world needs. Everybody feels lonely and isolated. And, and we just, we realize how, how superficial friendships have become and, Man, I just strive to, man, I just want to be the friend that people know, man, like he's in it. He's in it with me and he's going to tell me the truth. And sometimes that truth may hurt, but many times that truth may help. And I think, you know, you being such a man's man, like, you know, you're, you're, I would say like you really, God really changed a lot of you when it comes to like your emotions and your, you know, softness and all that, because typically like you are a man's man. So when I think about relationships with friends, I think typically it's a lot easier for, for women to connect on that emotional level with a friend. Cause I think like what raising three boys, watching you deal with friends, it's not until severe tragedy or mm. big hard life things happen that you actually go to that level. It's so much easier to kind of stay topical, you know, hang out with the guys, do what you like to do. We're not going to talk about that. We don't whatever girls. We grow up like in the strangest ways. I don't know if anybody else ever did this. We had like sleep sleepovers where we would like have like, um, what are, what do you call them? Not an intervention, but we would have like, we would have like sit down. What? Pillow fights. 
Because no, all guys think. No, you. we did not have pillow fights and we were wearing clothes. Oh, but <laughs> Well, that's not what I was saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is okay. we would have like these deep like sit down conversations like at sleepovers where we're talking about our feelings and like, well, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. And how did you feel about that? We would literally like plan these. Yeah. Good yeah, guys times. don't have that. I know. I know. I don't. Maybe that was just on my Guys, friend we want to play like hide and seek and yes football in the dark so like do you think that it's harder for guys to connect on that emotional level with a with a male friend yeah think 100 percent. remember we're growing up to to demand respect so Mm -hmm. we already keep our our cards close to our chest we stay our emotions in check don't look at me wrong i'm not gonna look at you wrong oh you looked at me wrong you want to fight is that what we're trying to do here like we're constantly establishing territory so it's not a matter of, oh, let's get in here and talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Guys ain't doing that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But what's so funny now is I'm on the other end going, oh, now I've seen it enough that guys really do want to do that. Yeah, they need it. They just don't know how to do that. Yeah. So now, right, I'm the guy that's like, bro, let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, and you become this guy now that people are more willing to open up because- that's where I want to go. I don't want to stay topical, man. We, This life is finite. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's passing. Yeah. We don't have time for this. Let's yeah. let's get to the core of the problem. Let's deal with it and let's move on. Then we'll bang our chest again and flex our muscles and <laughs> establish our ground. But we're going to have to get vulnerable for a yeah. minute. Now, we don't do it like y'all. That's crazy. We would never go to sleepovers <laughs> when we talk about our feelings. Let's That's weird. Talk. How's everybody <laughs> feeling? Yeah. So funny. So friendship is important. Yes. We know friendship is important and we know that you and your spouse, your significant other, we're walking through real things and hard things. And so we just want to encourage you, talk about it as a couple. Ask, man, you know, how do you feel with my friends? Do any of them make you feel uncomfortable? Do it. Sometimes your spouse, knowing you as well as they know you, see things that we don't mm-hmm. see. I think mm-hmm. God gifts us a person that is opposite for a lot of reasons because they're able to see blind sides and holes and things that we ourselves can't see. So we just want to encourage you, have amazing friendships, but make sure your spouse is there in the mix, just making sure that you are the healthiest you can be for your family and your life. And we're so thankful that you joined us. Thank you for pouring into the ministry, giving monthly like you do, and just continuing to come alongside other families and marriages, wanting the best for each and every one of us.